You are listening to Smaller on the Outside, the first, best, and only Doctor Who podcast that you just can't miss. Make sure to subscribe to our channel and visit our webpage at sotopodcast.wordpress.com. It's called the TARDIS. It can travel anywhere in time and space. And it's mine. It is. Go on, say it. Most people do. <laughs> Smaller on the outside. Well, hey, hey, and welcome back to Smaller on the Outside. My name is Dave, and I am the Time Lord this evening, and with me, as always, is Andy. The companion uh if you are just joining us what smaller on the outside is is a tv podcast that every season we talk about a different show the first season we actually started with doctor who and so we're getting back to the origins of hence the name yeah hence the name smaller on the outside but we're getting back to our origins uh this season with doctor who again uh the second season we talked about sherlock the third season and fourth season we talked about a bit about 24 and this season we're back to doctor who because it takes forever for the show to come back on air <laughs> yeah but it is finally back we get to see peter capaldi in uh in action as the doctor um, yep the but, one uh, with the peter capaldi is that one? Oh. that that's that's <laughs> the guy's name yeah no, i was saying because we always hit the one with you know on the <laughs> yes. Um, Timbot is not with us. Uh, he is off, um, I guess, backpacking in Europe. <laughs> That's great. Last time we checked. Um, so far, so good. Um, so, so today was the uh, the eighth series premiere of uh, Doctor Who, and the episode was called "Deep Breath." Yeah. So, just like any other um, Doctor Who premiere where we have a new Doctor, he is um, he's messed having, up. He what, what's that? He's messed up. He's, he's not messed quite up. Right. He's not quite right. His the clockwork in his head is not all there. And you know what it reminded me of uh, when I was watching? I was like, you know, every single time he freaks out when he's the new Doctor. And I couldn't help but think, just because he's old, maybe, but this was like mirroring dementia. <laughs> well, uh, if you did, you see the Eighth Doctor movie, nineteen ninety six or nineteen? I think it's ninety six. Yeah. Movie with with uh, Paul McGann as the Eighth Doctor. I believe so. Yes. Because when he turns into the Eighth Doctor, it's very similar. He doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know what's going on, really. Although this doctor actually knew more than the eighth doctor did, but still, it was very similar to that. Right, and well, basically, he comes out of the TARDIS. You know, there's a T Rex uh, <laughs> that's just kind of roaming around. You know, no, the, the TARDIS comes out of the T Rex. Yeah, it comes. It's hard. It. it, it <laughs> I guess what happened was they were in dinosaur times, and the T Rex gobbled up the TARDIS, and they got sent it to, well. Old yeah, time. You know, if, if you cling on to the side of the TARDIS while it's traveling through time, you travel with the TARDIS. Kind of like Captain Jack and also Clara did the same thing in Time of the Doctor. Yeah. Uh, and then they land in some kind of old-time London. Not sure what time period that was. Um, it's the same time period that they found Clara before when, uh, during the Snowmen and all the other Vastra episodes as well. Okay. 
Um, well, basically, he stumbles out, and he can't really distinguish who is who. And uh, he's, <laughs> he's kind of just confused, and he doesn't know what's going on. And Clara herself, she's she has no idea what's going on. I guess she's never experienced a regeneration, and she doesn't think he is the doctor at all. Um, so she needs the to help. I, I like is uh, when Clara is trying to set him straight, and, and he's like, how do I know you're Clara? Did you regenerate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she uh, and he's got a Scottish accent. Yep. Um, which is you know it's reminiscent okay. of David Tennant, but even though David Tennant actually didn't <laughs> use his real accent in the show, except in the uh, Tooth and Claw episode. Mm. But uh, <laughs> um, so if lots of planets have a North, as Christopher Eggleston says, does do lots of planets have a Scotland? <laughs> they must have a Scotland. <laughs> um, she she's having trouble figuring out who he is, uh, so she needs the help of Lizard Lady and Scrax and Lizard Lady's wife. Uh, I can never remember. Vastra her name. Jenny and Strax. Basically, what happens is during his nap, he kind of figures out that I don't know. I guess he wants to take this T Rex back to its time because it's lonely. But then the T Rex com combusts spontaneously. <laughs> yeah. It was using up too much of the effects budget. <laughs> Which, by the way, it didn't look all that great, and you could tell that the effects were limited um, as everybody was looking at it, and you never see the two in the same shot. It's just people looking oh, yeah. up in the distance, and then you just kind of see a T-Rex kind of looking around London. Yeah. And it did a lot of those shots. So he races out to the, uh, the place where it died, I guess, and he's feeling sorry for it. And I guess feels a little suicidal himself, and jumps I don't off think that's the... what he's doing. <laughs> I know. Well, he I jumps... think he's just looking at it. Well, he jumps off the bridge. Well, no, he's going down into the river where the dinosaur was. But yeah, yeah. Lizard Lady tells uh, Clara that basically they have to have the Doctor find his way back to them. Um. So they take his TARDIS. They take his TARDIS and they bring it to where they are and they wait for him. And meanwhile, you know, he's talking to a homeless dude. In a, <laughs> I, and I like this scene. I'll tell you why. Because it was all about um, him getting used to himself and yep. the, the image he sees in the mirror. And I like some of the scene because he's like, I've seen this face before. Oh, yeah. And okay, I'm like, so what is this? That is starts this... A, a common theme in this episode, actually. Um, so he has seen that face before, and that was in Pompeii. But is, is that what we're going to – do you think we're going to revisit some Pompeii stuff? That would be cool because they've – I mean they've done um, humans that look like the Doctor before. In dark, uh, the first Doctor and the second Doctor did something like that. Um, and I'm not sure if any of the other ones did. Actually, I think the fifth Doctor might have done that. I'm not sure. But if they're going to um, revisit Pompeii, shouldn't they also revisit... Oh, Amy? Amy, yeah. Amy was in that episode as well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would be cool. Um, um, but I don't know. I think that would be a cool thing to do. They they also referenced some more of that kind of stuff, as we'll talk about later. This was a um, very centric... It, it, it uh, explored a lot about age, and I think they tried to make him a little bit older than he actually is in terms of how old he is actually acting. I don't think he's actually that old. It's just they're trying to get him come across as, you know, the dude's old. Um, well, he's over... Like, I, I predicted this after Time of the Doctor. I said, I bet he's over 2,000 years old now, and he said he, he is over 2,000 years right, old in this episode. That's right, he did say that. So they do want to make him... Okay, we've been doing the young thing for a while now. It kind of He's old, and we kind of need to show that that he is old. So, but I think that's, isn't it that's also interesting? Isn't it also true? Like this is the last regeneration doctor, or what? supposed to be, right? No, 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 no. That was the. Did you? You should have rewatched the time of the doctor again before. That was. It was supposed to be he was out of regenerations in time of the doctor, and then the time lords gave him more regeneration energy. So it's a whole new cycle. So this is basically Doctor Number One again. Oh, I, I I didn't think that was that what I was doing. Yeah, because so uh, the eleventh Doctor was really the thirteenth version of the Doctor. 
Because you had you had the War Doctor, and then you also had the second David Tennant. Hmm. So that's 13 Doctors, which is the limit. And then the Time Lords gave him, because he was about to die on, uh, on uh, uh, what was that planet called? Trenzalor, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he was supposed to die on Trenzalor, but then the Time Lords intervened, and they sent, through the crack in time, they sent more time, uh, more regeneration energy into the Doctor. So now he's got 13 new lives, basically. Ah, least. yes. Yes, yes. Anyways, back to the show. Um... Clara is trying to figure out how to get to the doctor, and she finds uh, advertisement in the newspaper that said the impossible girl, the other side, and on the other side of the actual newspaper, it said the uh, address of uh, of a uh, restaurant. Yeah. And it's at the restaurant where they meet up, and it turns out they were – they thought that each of them actually sent the letter or the advertisement. So neither of them actually put it in the newspaper. Uh, con- okay, so th- this is referenced again later. Do you want to talk about now? You're talking about uh, – I don't know. It's very confusing. I, I, I was trying to follow along myself, and I was like, okay, so they didn't do it. The robot dude they, didn't do it. They explained it later. In the first episode where Clara started to be a regular companion, The Bells of St. John, um, Clara called the doctor's TARDIS while he has been looking for her for – a long time, and he was like, he was a monk, you know, remember? And she called his TARDIS, and uh, it turns out somebody gave her the number, and we talked about this on the podcast. Who was that? She said some lady in a shop gave her the doctor's number. And they referenced that that is probably who put the number in, uh, or put the address, in, put the ad in the paper as well. And then we're thinking it's the lady at the end, right? Most likely, at the very end of the episode, this lady that refers to herself as the doctor's girlfriend. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think that's River. That's not River. That's somebody else completely, and she's the main character of this season. I don't, I mean, I, because River, we've seen all her regenerations. We saw when. She was born, and then no, she regenerated it into that um, into Mel's, and then Mel's grew up with Amy and Rory, and then Mel's regenerated into River, and then River gave up all her the rest of her regeneration energy. So there's no more. No, it's not River. I'm thinking this person's evil. You think she's evil? I think I'm she's a bad. She could be a Time Lord. I don't know about Time Lord. I think she's like a bad person. Like that's what I really think she is. Um, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so they're at this restaurant. Turns out there's these robots, right, that are, that are trying to be human. So they've been harvesting, like, organs and skin and la-di-da-di-da. It actually reminded me of the, um, Don't Blink statues. <laughs> the, uh... Because Don't Breathe? They also had Don't Blink in there as well. Because she couldn't breathe and she couldn't blink or else they would realize that she was human. I don't think right? the blink was part of it, just breathe. Well, yeah, that's what they said, but if you looked at it, she was staring with her eyes wide open for a long time that her eyes started watering because she, she wasn't blinking. I don't know, that was probably a reference, but I don't think yeah, she needed but, to blink. But the thing is, these are, I don't know if they're the same, but they said they are related to the same robots that were in um, The Girl in the Fireplace. The, the doctor said was saying throughout the episode that he recognized like uh, these kinds of this kind of robot that uses human parts to repair things, and in Girl in the Fireplace they were using human parts to repair their spaceship, and they were going to use um, Madame de Pompadour's uh, brain or heart or something to uh, to fit as their final upgrade for the ship. I don't really Remember? recall. That was a Stephen Moffat episode. This is also and, a Stephen Moffat. Yep. Well, as, as the premieres always are. And so that was a sort of a reference to that as well. And the Doctor was saying the whole time that this seems familiar or why why do I remember something you like this You know that before. he was also saying something else a few times that I thought might be his catchphrase. Which what? was, shut up. <laughs> I kept, shut up? He kept on saying, shut up, I'm talking, or shut up, I, blah, 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 blah. I never really remember the doctor ever saying shut up. 
I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't notice that. Um, he did say Geronimo, uh, but... <laughs> they always say the catchphrase in the first episode, I think, when uh, when they regenerate. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. The, David Tennant didn't have a catchphrase for a while. It took him It took him a while I don't to know. get Alan Z and whatever else he had. Um, Anyways, but, they're, yeah, they're at the restaurant, and uh, they don't know... Uh, why they're there, really. But they get captured by the robots and are sent into the heart of the, I'm going to guess, ship. Yeah, um, they said ship. Yeah. It's uh, a buried ship. And when they get down there, um, they see the you know the main guy who we saw earlier, we didn't mention. You know, he kind of just looks like the Terminator. You know, he kind of looks like the... Uh, uh, oh, 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 the Great Intelligence? Yeah, that dude. Oh, okay, I thought maybe you're talking about like the uh, the Cybermen thing where they had the cyber. I was thinking about the Cybermen as well, but I was like, ah. You know how they how they had that um, part of the Cybermen on the Doctor's face, sort of thing. But at this point, um, Doctor's still weird, and when <laughs> all the robots start waking up, he kind of leaves and kind of leaves Clara in that room to defend for herself. Um, and that's when she remembers that he asked her how long she can hold her breath for. And yeah. she, she's able to hold her breath for quite a bit, a uh, long time. Um, and not long enough. <laughs> not long enough. She holds it for a lot longer than I thought she would. And she's able to escape from the robots for a little bit until she... She, she holds it for a lot longer than she thought she had to. Yeah. <laughs> and she thought she, she was going to go in that hallway and she'd be all right, but then... There was a lot more robots. <laughs> oh, there was, it was like hallway after hallway of robots. Yeah. And uh, she has to let go of her breath, and then she's captured. Yep. And when she gets into the uh, – she, she's taken back to the heart of the ship, and then the guy asks her, where's the dude that came with you? Where's asks, the other one? Yeah, where's the other one? She keeps on she keeps on trying to fool the robot into thinking it's illogical to make a threat, you know, without – pulling through and then he starts saying well I can hurt you and she's like well you know that's a less threat so that's not smart and she's just pretty much trying to confuse him yeah um, that was pretty good uh, outsmart trying to outsmart the robot yeah well I mean she uh, eventually caves in and says like I don't know where he is but if I tell you what uh, if he is still the doctor then he will be behind me to save the day basically and she's like i hope i'm right <laughs> and uh he shows up he is there he, he was just wearing one of the robots heads um yep. that's kind of nasty it was pretty <laughs> nasty it's real person's face <laughs> this is, yes it was harvested human face so what yeah. she was wearing <laughs> he tosses it aside and he's like you sent the message didn't you and then he looks confused and like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm never wrong. Uh, please disregard that. Uh, ignore <laughs> me. He chases the main robot dude up to the, the restaurant portion of the place while uh, Scrax shows up and the lizard lady and everybody shows up at the heart and they're all fighting the robots together while Peter Capaldi's doctor just talks to the main robot guy. Yep, because he's saying it, it's kind of like... Um... In the first Dalek episode, uh, or no, or not, maybe it wasn't the first Dalek episode. It was the it was the one where uh, the, end, the end of season one where Rose and the Doctor said that the Daleks were more human than Dalek or something or yeah, half more, human or yeah, something like more that. More human than machine, yeah. Yeah, and so the Doctor says you are more human than you know. You, you, oh, what I like is he says. You get a mop, and you change the stick, and then you change the, the bottom, and then you change it again and again and again. And you can't say it's the same mop anymore, can you? I mean, all right, so he's saying that you change it so much that you just can't call it the same thing anymore. It's different now. And he holds and, up a mirror but, for the guy to see, and then there's a mirror on the back side. And, and then, then yeah. And then he thinks about what he just said. He's talking about himself. Yeah, there. it's a complete – it's a metaphor for uh, the whole regeration thing. Yeah, he's changed so many times. How can he still be yeah. the same doctor, is basically? Is he the doctor, or is he something else that he can't explain? And then, you know, I, I mean, 
Clara can't he does, even... He doesn't know who he is, yeah, basically. Clara doesn't even know who he is. I mean... Now, here's, here's something I found a little hypocritical with Clara. In the entire episode of The Time of the Doctor, she wanted to make sure the Doctor could regenerate. Because she didn't want the Doctor to die. She wanted him to regenerate. But then suddenly he regenerates, and she's like, no, give, give me the Doctor back. <laughs> give me Matt Smith. The you know? thing is about that also is that she doesn't know who the Doctor is anymore. Okay, that's fine. Uh, yeah. You haven't been with him all that long. Well, she's been with him for at least a year. Yeah, but she only knew plus, one version plus, of the Doctor. Plus, she remembers she remembers probably the Dalek Asylum and the Snowman episodes as well. So, there's yeah. that. I don't know. So, basically, she was born to save the Doctor. So, she she probably knows him more than we think she does. I don't know. Okay, so... I guess she did meet all the Doctors in that one. Right, and she remembers all that. Yeah. And then this one is just so weird for her. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, anyways, he's, uh, the doctor's talking to this robot guy. He's basically like, listen, we both know you want to kill yourself. Um. <laughs> well, he said, the robot's like, it's, it goes against my programming to kill myself. And then the doctor says, well, it goes against my pro programming to kill, to kill other people. Which is weird because the guy wants to find paradise. He wants to find, but he won't kill himself. I guess he's trying to make himself human enough so that he I don't can think he die. He thinks of paradise as an afterlife. I think he just thinks of paradise as somewhere he can get to physically. Oh, I was thinking that he he's trying to get him make himself human as possible so he can die and get to paradise. That's what I was thinking. And then he can't. Well, okay, maybe. And then he can't par uh, He can't kill himself because it's against his robotic nature. Religion. The doctor's like, listen, <laughs> you're more human than you are machine. You can kill yourself. And so, but the thing is, the doctor said it's against my programming to kill you. Now I'm thinking, well, the doctor, he, he's killed people before, I'm sure, right? Well, I mean, maybe. there's a time war we, which he didn't, he didn't actually end up killing all the time lords, so maybe he didn't. But I'm sure somewhere in the series he's killed, he's killed bad guys before. He's killed Daleks. Yeah. So I mean, there, I there's know. at least that. But anyway, the idea is, in the end, the robot falls to his doom. We don't know whether he jumped or that the doctor pushed him. Yeah, we don't know. It just kind of shows that it happened. All his uh, droids also fell because he was in command of them. Yep. Um, and so the doctor saves the day. That's the whole idea. In his yep. skin balloon, uh, whatever. It that is. was kind of nasty. <laughs> That's all human skin for yep. the balloon. <laughs> um, but when he and... Clara meet up, finally rejoin each other. She's like, listen, I don't know who you are anymore. I, I can't really say. Um, and he's like, I am not your boyfriend. And she's like, I didn't say you were. I think that was kind of an, a sort of an inside joke that ever since Christopher Eccleston, the companions have kind of been like in love with the doctor. Yeah. Even if they didn't outright say it, they've oh. all kind of been infatuated with him. I'll also and so now they kind of wanted to go... They, with bringing the old guy, not only did they want to show the doctor's age, they wanted to show that he's not really a love interest for the companion. I'll also mention that uh, when Clara went into the new TARDIS, she's like, you redecorated. And he said, yes. And, oh. he, and she said, I like it. <laughs> I don't like it. That's all right. Yep, classic. That's, that's classic, yep. Anyways. Um... Which is funny because they just said that in Day of the Doctor, which was two episodes ago. <laughs> but all right. <laughs> um, she needs... Uh, something some kind of closure that that it's okay and that it is the doctor or whatever whatever and she gets a phone call and then the doctor's like you should probably take that it's probably your boyfriend i knew what it was you knew what it was yeah i was spoiled about this oh you were spoiled ago. i wasn't i was like once i heard the voice i was like i covered my mouth I was like, no way <laughs> um yeah yeah, yep. I, I, I told you a few months ago that I was spoiled on something about the new season of, of uh, Doctor Who. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's and, what this and was. And it, it was uh, Matt Smith's Doctor on another line. Uh, I thought it was going to be a hologram from inside the TARDIS or something, but it was a phone call. Yeah, it that was, was a pretty phone cool because it's an actual conversation. Yeah, it was a phone call. Matt Smith was calling from um, Trenzalore from his TARDIS phone, and he was yep. calling her in the future. 
and uh, he's basically like saying, listen, this guy's pretty much as scared as you are. Uh, you need to have faith in him. He um, he needs you. You need him. La 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 la. And then like I have to go now, and she's like, all right. And then he, so he, he made that phone call then right before Clara stepped into the TARDIS to watch him regenerate, basically. Yeah. Um, because he knew he was about to regenerate. She turned around to the doctor and pretty much thanked him for giving her the, uh, the call, and then she hugged him. Apparently, this new doctor is not a hugging type because uh, <laughs> he's old he and cranky. <laughs> pretty much the episode then, huh? Well, then we got the epilogue with the lady. Oh, yeah, the epilogue. Uh, the guy who just killed himself wakes or up. Or got killed by the doctor. Yeah, or got killed by the doctor, whether, which, whatever. He wakes up in this paradise that this new lady, we don't know her name, calls herself the doctor's girlfriend, uh, says this is heaven. And yeah. it, what, it's very confusing because this guy is he's dead. His his followers are dead. They fought, fell, so where is he? <laughs> and he's on. I think he's on another planet. Um, my theory is that she's a time lord. He's on Gallifrey, and if if she's a villain like you say, maybe she's gonna gather up all the enemies the Doctor defeats and and use them against him in the end. I don't know. She's going to be the main arc of the series. Yes, hopefully there actually is a main arc this season. Uh, yeah. Last season there was a little bit of one with the Impossible Girl, but it was very thin. And uh, in the past, every other season there's been a strong main arc. Except for maybe the Torchwood thing that was just a little bit there, but other than that, for the most part, every season has had a really strong arc. Even even the 2009 specials had the he will knock four times thing, you know? Yeah. And so <laughs> there has always been something really strong, you know, what's going to happen next, you know, what what's this about, you know? And last season was kind of lacking in that, so I, I really hope they keep with this. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't think she is a Time Lord. I think she's something original, and I think she is evil. Okay. Um... Something but that... you, 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 you don't think there's any possibility that maybe this is River Song. Maybe maybe River comes out of the, the library's computer and regenerates into this. I don't think <laughs> I don't think so. I I think she is I think she's like there's something very wrong about her. I think she's just she's Well the got reason I ask intentions. about River is because she says the doctor is her boyfriend. So that the only thing when I hear the doctor is my boyfriend, I think River Song. Obviously, or she's but a stalker. Could be a stalker. Yeah, there's. If it's a time lord, it could be um, one of the time lords from the past called the Ronnie, and that was a female time lord um, in previous. She never really liked the Doctor, but I mean, I suppose if they wanted to bring a past time lord back, that could be one of them, the Ronnie. The but Ronnie. I don't, I don't know. The Ronnie, R-A-N-I. Ah. What do we think of uh, the Peter Cabaldi? How uh, now that we've seen um, him? I haven't ma I haven't made up my mind. But then again, you rarely do on the first episode. Right. Every single first episode of the New Doctor, it's been like, what? I th I think Matt Smith was actually the most successful first episode for me, because uh, he had that really powerful moment where. At the very end, he calls back the uh, Traxy, I think they were called, and he, he says, is this world protected? Um, and then he shows a flashbacks of all these previous episodes of Doctor Who and all the pr past Doctors, and he steps through it and says, hello, I'm the Doctor, and just, dun, 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 you know, and I thought that was a really powerful now, the opening. The thing about Matt Smith, Matt Smith was I, he was just way too weird for me when I was watching like I was like, what you were has happened? To David Tennant, yeah. What has happened to this show? Like yeah. this guy was weird. He looked weird. He had like no eyebrows. He was just he was just weird, <laughs> you know. And David Tennant. I like that. They, they actually Tennant mentioned cool. the eyebrow thing in the time of the Doctor episode. David Tennant was hip. He was cool. He was just different. While I like Peter Capaldi, I I don't know if he's going to be very good in the role or not, but I do like him, and I I can see. Uh, both a comedic side from him and his intense, like, 
a very intense like performance that he could really pull off well. I, I see a lot of potential there, but it has to be done right. He can't like he's he's been doing a lot of stuff where the people around him don't like him. You know, where he's being mean or being rude and I, I think if they if they push that too much it could be a bad thing. But if they keep a good balance of dramatic and comedy like Doctor has to have, then it would work good. I think he can very well, very well have a good balance between comedy and drama. Because um, I've seen his, like, entire face, like, transform when he's doing his comedic parts. And he's, yeah. like, all bouncing around and running around. And then he's got that, he's got a really intense stare as well. So it's like... That's the first thing you see when you see him as the doctor when he regenerates. He's got that really, like... Boom! He's staring at you like, oh, like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he 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 has a very intense way about him, but he's also not all intense. He's he is very kind of like a mixture between David Tennant and uh, Matt Smith a little bit in terms of goofiness. Yeah, no, I would say he's got a little bit of Christopher Eccleston in him too, because Christopher Eccleston could get could get mean at times when he needed to be. I guess so in that you way, know? yeah. But every single regeneration... And, has... and he's older, like Christopher Eccleston. <laughs> well, I don't know. Christopher Eccleston, I mean, he was older. It's just... This guy's... Supposedly... He was older than the other two. Yeah, supposedly the oldest, you know? So, I mean, with well, every regeneration, there's an entire tone that changes and shifts with the show as well. Yep. I mean, yeah, Christopher Eccleston was probably the cheesiest... And most corniest and cartooniest one there was. That, ha that has more to do with the writing of like the villains and stuff. Uh, there was a lot of crappy villains in Christopher Eccleston's season, but the Doctor himself was really good. Um, um, yeah. So uh, then, then uh, David Tennant. I don't know. Uh, he was. He he changed, was. Changed. He was fun. He was very but, very fun, and he. He was serious when he needed to be too. Matt Smith was I don't weird. Know, weird. It was just a weird season, and but he had the best like speeches written. Oh yeah, he out was, of all speeches, of them. Speeches were the best part of Matt Smith's uh, run, I think, for yeah. sure. For this guy, I don't know. Is it going to be the most serious? Is it going to be the most intense? I don't know. It's too early to say. I think. It, Do you it, have any predictions about future episodes or, or parts of the arc or whatever? Well, the only thing I think that we're going to keep seeing a little bit more of is this this heaven, right? We've, we've seen yeah. uh, kind of like the opposite with uh, the the astronaut uh, freaking – what was that planet? That was basically hell. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. We've seen like the opposite – so what is this planet or universe or uh, freaking dimension where it's heaven? What is this? What is this well, place? Visually, it kind of reminded me of the episode, uh, The Girl Who Waited, um, the episode where Amy gets stuck in that planet. You yeah, remember? That. Uh, that, that, that place had this uh, very heaven-like looking garden area, you know, and, it, and it kind of reminded me of that. You know what else? What? Um, okay, so this guy, okay, the guy who died, he's part mechanic, right? So keep that in mind. When um, River died, she was sent to her own kind of a heaven place on the internet. Yeah, um, yeah. And that was, you know, you got to think of it as a mechanical location. Yep. What if River now river, modern river, shows up in this heaven. Okay. Like, what if this isn't actually a planet, but more along the lines of a dimension, as in, like, interstellar uh, web, you know, interface, like, world? Like a server. Like a server, yes. Like so just, just like where a river was stored in the library. River was stored. So, so, something where, like that. Where the young, the, the young girl and the... Mr. Moon or whatever his name was, you know, all that. Dr. Moon, yeah. Dr. Moon, like, what if this is either something like that or, you know, the same place? What if it's the same place? Yeah. 
that's what if it is the library because i mean to technically yeah what if it's the library what if uh technically this is heaven it's also river's heaven i mean yeah could be that i don't know that'd be interesting it's a way to keep river alive as well but then that would be but i don't think this person would be river no, this wouldn't, person wouldn't be River. I never thought it was River. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, because if River was there, then you'd have a different person being River. And I think just... if this guy, this guy had a network of his own, you know, he is talking amongst his followers of robotic people. He has his own network. If he dies, what if he's uploaded to this network heaven? Maybe. I don't know. That seems like an interesting theory um that i so just do you, came do you up think with. they're do you think they're gonna go back to pompeii i i i don't know if they're gonna I go get, back I don't, to... I, it wouldn't be pompeii i guess it would be rome now because they moved to rome that family yeah they had peter capaldi in it i don't know if they're gonna go back to pompeii i i, I think they might explain things or have some kind of a vision thing but not actually physically go there i'm not sure I like that this episode had a lot of references to past events. First, you have, um, obviously, Vastra, uh, Jenny, and Strax. They've been in several episodes now, ever since um, A Good Man Goes to War, I believe, was yeah. the first one they were in. They've been in a lot of episodes. Then you have the um, the Pompeii, referencing Pompeii. Then you have the girl in the fireplace with the uh, machines using human parts to create... Uh, things and then you have uh, the bells of St. John with the girl who who gave uh, Clara the number to the doctor's TARDIS. So there was a lot of references to those things. Yeah. And then obviously the time of the doctor reference with uh, with the phone call as well. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know what's going on. Thank you, Stephen Moffat. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't think it felt as epic or um, crazy as a normal Stephen Moffat episode. No, it didn't feel. But, it didn't feel like that. I mean, I'm still confused. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, it, it felt more like a normal episode than a premiere, than a normal premiere. But then yeah. th you gotta also think the last season started with these like special episodes, you know, that felt like oneers or whatever, and. Yeah. And it just was like these special episodes piling on top of each other. While this, this one... did feel like a regular episode. It, it didn't feel like a special like that. So right. I'm happy about that. Yeah, we're not back on that weird schedule. And if they keep on going back to what the full, the regular formula is, hopefully we get some uh, two-hour special episodes. I think or... Stephen Moffat's still not doing that. I think that's his thing now. That's but a stupid thing. It is a stupid thing, but then again, this episode was 75 minutes long, so there is that. Yeah. Um, you know you know what's weird? This one episode is coming out on Blu-ray. Is it just really? This, uh, just this episode, yeah. Are I they going to do that for every episode? Well, I don't think so, but if they do, I wonder if there's going to be like extra special features for just this episode on that Blu-ray. I'm interested in it. Oh, that's cool. But, um, I guess we I've got one more question. Yeah. I've got a question. What do you think about the new intro? Oh, jeez, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was very yeah. classic. The uh it was freaking they had bolts like clockwork, you know, like yep. The instead of a time warp thing and then it yep. turned into sort of a time warp thing but not really. Yeah, it was it was mostly like clocks and stuff like that and then they had a more classic feeling theme as well. Yeah, and you know, it had the face of Peter Capaldi in there too, which is cool. But like, I'm surprised they changed it again because they just changed it uh, in in the middle of last season for the new Matt Smith opening. Yeah, um, and then that was it. <laughs> they had uh, the the so it's kind of like a clock. So does that like kind of suggest uh, vulnerability or like your time's running out because you're old kind of a deal, or is it just like? I just think it's referencing time as in time traveling, you know? You think so? I don't know. Yeah. 
because you usually got your time warp. It was so weird. I was like, where's the TARDIS? And then it kind of shows vortex. up. Time vortex. Yeah. Yeah, they usually have the time vortex ever since uh, Christopher Eccleston. And even even before that, um, they weren't always the time vortex exactly, but it, it looked sort of like you're going down a, a spinning tube and stuff. And, uh, and, and it was different than that. And the song itself what almost sounded mechanical. It was very, uh, it sounded a lot different. It wasn't just your basic, you know, it was, it was you know, it was like that. It was more, it more it was more along the lines of what it used to sound like in the old series. So, it was. It was so weird. It, <laughs> I was like, what, in, what is the, um, one thing I, I'm not sure if I, if I heard a new, doctor theme like you know in the actual score oh yeah i was thinking about that too i was like this sounds familiar to matt smith's thing but different it was uh i forget how it went i heard claire i heard clara's theme yeah do 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 you know that one yeah um but i didn't hear anything that seemed like the epic music you always hear during the doctor's, you know, epic moments. I didn't hear anything like that, but I well, I didn't hear like epic epic, but I heard like a tune, a tune that could be epic in different variations. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. Cause you know, you know, like Matt Smith. Uh, Matt Smith had "I Am the Doctor." You know. Yep. And then. Uh, David Tennant had something similar as well. I don't remember what it was called, but it wasn't the same song, but it was the same kind of feeling of epicness to it. And I don't know if Christopher Eccleston had the same thing or not. He had he he had good music, but I don't know if he had like a a main uh, orchestral theme like that at all. And it's the same dude composing it, right? Yes. Aye, good. Murray Gold. Yeah, that's the guy. That's good. Um, by the way, what we kind of forgot to talk about, um, is basically, um, announcements. announcements. Um, but the only thing I really had to say about announcements is that apparently in the world of pirating and, uh, torrents and stuff like that, which we have. This is not good announcements to put on our show. I'm saying <laughs> I am totally against pirating and torrents. Totally against right. it. Right. Uh, but apparently, in that you know, in that universe, there are leaked versions of at least the first five episodes of the season. Uh, apparently, they are unfinished, and they have missing CGI stuff and Matt Smith's opening, uh, and it's really? black and white. But apparently, they are leaked. Well, it's good that you you tell our listeners that bit of information there, David. Thanks for helping destroy uh, Doctor Who for us. Um, <laughs> Destroying Doctor anyway, Who. Anyway, I, I have a bit of announcements. Um, Karen Gillan is in a new show, Selfie. Yes, yeah, Selfie. I watched um, the first and, episode. And, yeah, the first episode is up on ABC.com, so if you want to check that out. It's, ABC, it's, it's on different. Well. It's uh, it, if you were a fan of her accent in Doctor Who, you may not like this show because she uses a weird American accent, and it's a little okay, annoying. The thing about that is, in she was in Oculus, which was recent as well, and she had an American accent as well in that, and I thought she carried it very well. In, I think she can. I think she can do an American accent well too. I've seen her in a sketch show that she was in before Doctor Who, where she did an American accent. I thought she did just fine there, but it's the way she pronounces words and the way that her character is part of part of whatever she's doing just makes it unlikable. And I think that's on purpose actually because her character is supposed to be unlikable yeah, at first and then she gets better she's supposed to be like oh my god you know like i'm let me take a selfie yeah you know um and she's i hate the theme song sorry <laughs> it's kind of catchy though um no yes it is it's very <laughs> catchy uh but 
Yeah, she does have a little bit of a accent, American, different accent. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. Uh, what did you think? I I didn't think it was uh, accent was as bad as you think it is. I think for the most part it's fine, except here and there she had weird, you know, her dialect was weird here and there. But for the most part, I really didn't have any problem with it. I, I had more of a problem with her actual acting than I did for her voice. Well, maybe that's part of what I didn't like about it. But but the thing is, she's a good actor, so maybe she's putting too much focus on the accent and it's taking away from her acting. Because we've seen her act really good in Doctor Who, you know. Oh, yeah. But uh, also... Oh, and also, also in this episode, I like when he said, uh, it's times like this when I wish Amy was here. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you hear me I, say that? I didn't hear that. When was that? I, I don't know. There, there was... Oh, when she was trying to get the sonic screwdriver off the floor, he's like, it's times like this when I wish Amy was here. And she's like, Amy, who? Who's Amy? <laughs> oh. um, Funny. Uh, anyways, yeah, she was, she was, anyways, Amy was in Oculus. And I thought she did really well just in terms of her acting and her accent and everything. I thought her entire performance was actually pretty good. Um huh. So I don't think. Well, it, what I, it, what did you think of the new show though, Selfie? I I'm, I'm not really the biggest fan of it. I think there is potential in terms of the um, the differences between her and the main the main guy. I think they're good uh, yeah. opposites attract kind of uh, conflicting things with them as for the characters and him teaching her how to live in a world without um, technology and what that means for how she will react to the world. I think that's there's some stuff in there that's good, but for the most part, it's, uh, it's just a sitcom for me. Yeah, it's kind of generic at the moment. Um, there's not a whole lot to it, but there is, I think there is some potential. I found some of the lines were pretty funny, and I think there's potential there if they allow it to grow and not just kind of stick to the same crap every week uh so i think there it, it could turn into something good but i don't know yet um also there's a little bit of since this is a doctor who podcast now but we did do a 24 podcast this this year uh, i thought maybe it would be good to mention something from the 24 blu-ray coming up go for it uh, well, this is a spoiler, so if, if you don't want to hear this, you can stop the podcast now. But uh, <laughs> in, in, on the upcoming 24 uh, Live Another Day Blu-ray, there is a special feature that shows Tony Almeida in prison. And I guess it's uh, it's sort of like uh, in the Season 8 Blu-ray, there, uh, there was a scene with Chloe's arrest. Is, that a, is it a confirmed short video, or is it yeah, a I deleted think, scene? I, I think so. Is it a no, it's not a deleted scene. It's a, it's not a deleted scene. It's made for the Blu-ray. It's made specifically for the Blu-ray. So, I mean, I yeah. my my guess was it was an alternate ending with the twelve hours later thing. I don't think so. I think it's uh, I think it's made specifically for the Blu-ray. I don't know when it takes place, but uh, it's supposed to basically show what's happening with Tony. I guess. Yeah. Also on Twenty Four News, uh, I bought the Twenty Four Deadline book. I'm not. I haven't started it yet, so. Oh, so you don't know yet. Don't okay. know anything about it, but I got it. So. Also, uh, Kiefer Sutherland says he he misses playing Jack Bauer already. So there's. <laughs> so there's reason that there will be another one, just because Kiefer misses it. Yep. <laughs> right. Um, now for all that off-topicness, back to Doctor Who. Oh, back to Doctor Who. Oh, good. Um. So do we? It's gonna be every week, right? Every Saturday. Should be. I don't know is if it, it's gonna. I don't know if it's gonna be the full season or if they're just gonna do half a season. Though. Is there gonna be how many episodes? Twelve episodes total this season. I don't know if that includes the Christmas. I special don't. Or not. I don't think that includes the Christmas special. I believe I remember uh, Stephen Moffat saying there will be at least thirteen episodes. Okay. I'm guessing the thirteenth is the Christmas special. Yeah. 
So there'll be up. So every week up to the twelfth episode, I'm guessing, and then we'll have to wait until the uh, Christmas special. I hope we get all episodes in the fall, and then get the Christmas special. But I don't know because then you gotta wait longer. So uh, you know, it's nice to have them all like that, but then you have to wait for another season a lot longer. So I don't know. All right. Well, that was uh, that was the crazy premiere of uh, <laughs> Doctor Who. That was the tw- uh, Doctor Who's eighth premiere, uh, and looking Doctor forward. Doctor Who live another day. Yep, Doctor Who live another day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to the next twelve, eleven, twelve episodes. Um, yeah. And seeing how Peter Capaldi carries the role, and when, um, Car- uh, Clara, Clara, that's it. <laughs> when Clara will die. Um, what? <laughs> what? Did they, didn't uh, Strax say she's gonna live a long and healthy life? I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> but see, at the end of the uh, at the end of today's episode, I was almost afraid they're gonna kick Clara off the show and this is going to be her last episode. That would be dumb. It would have been dumb, but I, I, I thought I, I wasn't thinking that I knew Matt Smith was going to be in it, but uh, but yeah, it, it seemed like there was they were trying to make you think that they are going to get rid of her. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. We'll see in the next episode if she stays. Well, she is staying. We kind of know that already. Well, okay, fine. Um, all right. We'll catch you next week on the uh, the next episode's on the thirtieth, right? So we'll catch you sometime after that, probably the day after. So my name is Dave, and I am the Time Lord this evening. And with me, I I am Andy, the companion. We'll catch you next week. Uh, check us out on WordPress at sotopodcast.wordpress.com. Subscribe to our channel on Podomatic. And uh, check us out on iTunes and all that fun stuff. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Smaller on the Outside. Make sure to subscribe to our channel and visit.